Welcome to Power Play with Cam Howe. Each episode I talk about what's going on in my athletic life and talk a lot about sports, specifically hockey and soccer. In this episode, I'm flying solo. We'll be having lots of special guests appear in future episodes. Enjoy. So I'm going to start off with quote of the day. Today's quote of the day is that great moments are born of great opportunity. Herb Brooks. Topics for the day. Upcoming tryouts for Puck. Number one is upcoming tryouts for Puck, obviously. Um, so coming up on Saturday, I have my first tryout for for high school, and I have my second tryout on that t- on next Tuesday. Uh, tryout on Saturday, I'm feeling like I'm feeling pretty good about it, but uh, at the same time, also you know, I also know the predicament I'm in. You know, coming off a two year injury, you gotta go and being humble. You're like, oh yeah, I may not be the best guy out there. I'm still gonna get my best, but uh, I do feel like uh, I do feel like I have a good chance at. Uh, impressing some coaches. I only think this because I'm going to try hard. I'll only be impressed because of how hard I try. So, nothing else that will stick me out. Even though I may have had talent a couple of years ago, it's not here that much anymore. It's uh, stowed away somewhere. That would be called uh, the operating table at OrthoWindy. But, uh, anyways, I feel like the tryouts, uh, I need to really make sure that I have a good attitude. You know, I sometimes slam my stick, but I get mad. I just recently started doing that because, you know, I don't know. I feel like it's because I'm not where I want to be, but I should know that it's just not, it's, that's not how it works because it's my body's choice and how things go. And uh, it's my choice how much work I put into it. But uh, recently I haven't really done much much hockey-related things, just taking a break. I think it's been a good break because I've done a lot of more soccer things. Always good to balance out your time you spend on things. Uh... With a tryout, I feel like it's uh, it's it's mostly going to be a lot of... I feel like what I'm going to be behind on is just understanding kind of the flow of the game. I did a couple of the drills with uh, the varsity team, and I was, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what the point of this is, but it's uh, coach's, coach's uh, drill, so I'm going to do it because he thinks it's good for us, so I'm going to do it. And uh, I was like, I don't know what this is working on, but anyways, it was kind of confusing, and... I feel like that there's potential for this being to be confusing at some point, and me messing up on the ice, and I'm like, oh god, dude, <laughs> I don't want to like get yelled at or something. Actually, no, it's not the getting yelled at part. I don't mind getting yelled at by anybody. I don't want to mess up. That's that's what I'm. That's what I'm worried about. You know, it's just like, oh yeah, I can mess up on this, and oh yeah, I'd get cut from the team, but I'll make JV no matter what. Basically, I've got a, I've got an arrangement with the coach, but. Just because of my back and stuff, and he knows I want to play. It's uh, I feel like uh, a big problem that could happen in the trial is that I'm gonna be inconsistent. Uh, by that I mean that I'm gonna be missing the net a bit or be uh, ripping some wristers in the top top shelf. Just never know what'll happen with me, or that I'll slip the puck off my forehand or slip it off my backhand, lose control. And I have good hands. Like I used to have good hands, and then. I had I had all my back stuff and I'm like oh god dude this is not how it used to be, and uh, I'm, yeah I'm nervous about that a bit you know I think uh, I need to I think I may need to I I need to work on my uh, just on my endurance on the ice again I need to work those muscles again it's been two years so you can understand why I haven't have been able to do much um ah uh, excuse me uh, I feel feel that uh. 
I feel that the biggest competition for me out there would be just being behind. You know, I I'm, I don't. My dad said you don't have anyone to impress, but I I think I do. It's anytime I hop on the eyes, I gotta I gotta do my best. Like someone's always watching, so it's important to do your best no matter what. Uh, yeah, well, that's my feelings on the tryouts. I feel that at best I can make uh I can make do double roster. Just there's not many spots for varsity, and I just don't feel like I'm I'm there. So uh, I feel like at best at best do JV varsity, and if not, just play JV. It's okay. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, Connor Bedard. Uh, as big, big, big event about to go down, NHL Combine. Well, it already kind of happened. But uh, the draft, you know, it's it's feel like Connor Bedard. It's obvious he's probably going to go to the Chicago Blackhawks. Strongly feel that he should be the Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim Ducks deserve to have another run. I mean, last time they were really good was about 2015, 2016 when they went to the Stanley Cup, uh, like really far in the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs, you know. I don't think they got to the final. I forget who they uh, when they lost, but I know they went pretty far. It's when Corey Perry was with them. Corey Perry, you know, he's a goon. Uh, he's playing at the Lightning now, and basically half the NHL still hates him, so uh, won't change for him. But anyways, it's uh, I feel like Bedard should be going to should be going to Anaheim because Anaheim's never haven't been that really good since 2015, 20. Uh, not twenty something, uh, two thousand. I mean, it's just been a long time for the Ducks, and it's their time to come again to rise up and be the next powerhouse in the NHL. And you know, it's nuts because I used to think Bedard wasn't all that great because of the eleven goals he scored against Germany. Because I'm like, oh I yeah, mean, I guess anybody could do that on that team probably. But then when you look at his highlights against Canada or any of those other teams, you're like, oh yeah, this kid, this kid's a little better than what you'd think. He's uh probably the next McDavid. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, hard to be calling that. And Gretzky's been uh, talking about Bedard. Everybody has been. He's just impressive. He's a good player. Uh, just really well balanced. And it's impressive just to see someone that young doing that well. But, you know, at least they, you got to say that this, this kid must love hockey so much just if he's that great at it. You know, it's, it's not because he's good. It's because... How much it's you know what makes a good player a good player is because it's someone who loves the game and someone who works hard and it's that that appears to be Connor Bedard. So um, I'd say say that he's got a good future. Just just don't beat up on the Red Wings, Blackhawks, please. I I want to beat the, the Blackhawks about every single time we play him. Uh, at least he's not going to the Avs. I mean the Avs would be just as worse because you know the Avs are they'll be good for a very long time. I feel like. Uh, all right, moving on from Bedard. Uh, big Saint Cl- I'm a big St. Cloud State fan. Uh, I'm a big St. Cloud fan because, you know, I live in Indiana. we got one D1 team, Notre Dame. I don't really want to be a fan of Notre Dame because, you know, I'm a Butler fan. They're a private school. Go dogs. Um, so, yeah, basically that. But at the same time, though, I was in – it was about a couple, like five, six years ago, we were in at a hotel for a puck, and I was in I was in the uh, hotel room just watching some college puck, and St. Cloud was playing like SMU or somebody like that, and I was like, man, I like I like St. Cloud, I like how the Northerners play, 
it's impressive, like how much they move and how much how fast they can be with the puck. It's just impressive. And I was like, okay, I I, I like these guys. I'm gonna make a commitment. I'm gonna watch them. And so that's what I've done like the last two years. I for, kind of forgot about them until like you know, like 2019. That's longer than like two years, but still. Um, yeah, it's uh that's when I got back into college hockey. You know, I'm not really a big guy into the NHL. I like uh, college hockey because there's a lot more stuff I feel like that can happen. You know, it's, if Bedard would have played college hockey, then, you know, things would have went down. But uh, you see a lot of the, you see a lot of talent in college hockey. You see a lot of uh, different style of plays. Like, in the East, you know, they're they're all about just moving the puck. North are about being quick and having good shots and setting up players. And, you know, Midwest, that's kind of just a mix of everything. But uh, it's uh, it's impressive that all these kids are coming out and playing college hockey and just enjoying it so much. And I'm gonna stop saying impressive. Uh, anyways, it's it's really cool to see all these guys playing. I like I I just like how much how much different college hockey is from the NHL. In the NHL, these guys aren't getting paid to play. Well, these guys are getting paid to play in the NHL. In the college hockey, these guys are just doing it because they love the game. Uh, and I so hope they don't start paying players. That'd just be awful. They'll just make hockey not what it what it is, and it's it'd make it not fun at all. People would just be doing it because they want money. But hockey's just supposed to be fun. But uh, anyway, St. Cloud, um, three returning seniors for fifth years. We have Zach Akabi, Aiden Spellacy, and I think Andre Trail. Zach Akabi will be uh, keeping up keeping up the international line while. Crookshank and Cronel are both going to minor league teams. Uh, let's see. Uh, Spellacy's always a dog on D. Take Bushy's spot. Uh, be definitely good in the lineup and keep help keep us consistent. Uh, go, and going to the players we're losing, Cronella and Crookshank to key players in the international line. Oh, gosh. I'm going to miss Cronella. Always good at setting up and finishing pucks. And one of the NCHC players of the year candidates. Uh, Crookshank, always just good on the draws, always looking for passes to set up. He's, he's, he's a solid player all around. And, uh, so yeah, I'm going to miss watching those two. We're going to lose Bushy, who's a tank on D. Caster, going to lose a great goalie who never really is, isn't consistent. And he's uh, always just ready to play, consistent. Uh, he's always a dog, just... Just there to save us. And then Miller. Miller's going to be be a big loss for us, too, because he's great on draws, always looking for passes. It's kind of the same as Crookshank, just one of those all-around good players. He's got some speed. Uh, the first half of our season's games are mostly going to be played at Herb Brooks, which uh, Brooks is a great arena for us. We have a good chance of winning there usually. And uh, it's a lot of fun to go there, I bet. Which I, I really need to go to Minnesota. I've never been, and I really, really want to go to Minnesota. It's, uh, for uh, St. Cloud, I feel like the uh, biggest, biggest thing is just staying consistent. If we stay consistent that first half of the season, I feel like we can go through the new year and uh, play Bemidji and then uh, go into the new year with a, a winning record, which will most likely happen. But uh, go into the new year with a winning record, come out hot and stay hot. And then go to the NTT frozen face off, frozen face off, and uh, perform well, possibly win, and then go to the tournament. 
Uh, I, I think I think the schedule will be very beneficial. We just have to make sure that we're consistent, and I think Coach Larson will help that. Which uh, Coach Larson is has been a great coach, and love to keep seeing what he's doing. Uh, moving on to what I've been doing recently for hockey and soccer. Um, for soccer, I have been doing a lot of running and a lot of footwork and ball movement. I you know, uh, you know, I don't know if I said this or not before, but I'm, like my my footwork isn't that great, and I, I, even though I'm a goalie, it still kind of matters to have that because you know got to be quick on release and got to be able to play feet. And so if I'm not consistent on that and can't really control that, then that could be a problem. But uh, I've been working on a lot of my endurance and my uh, physical shape. My physical shape's been good. Uh, it's just getting back into running shape and building those legs back up. Uh, it's uh, I go out maybe two or three times a week, and I go, go to the fields, I hit around, I shoot, work on my goal kicks, and run a bunch, and do some footwork, and do some running drills. And then... Uh, and then after that, I'll come home, probably do homework or something like that, you know, that didn't be included. But anyways, uh, with hockey, I haven't really done much. It's uh, kind of took a break after I got leveled in C and D League uh, by this one dude who's like 230 pounds. Oh, no, 200, not 200 pounds, like 200, 300 pounds. This guy, this guy uh, wasn't that great of a skater. Plowed me over when I played it fast to some dude's tape after uh, just digging the puck out of the corner. And, dude, I was, oh, that hurt. I, I got to be honest, it was, I hurt my back, and I was just like, man, I don't want to play hockey right now. Because, I, I mean, I was burning myself out anyways. Like, two or three two or three times a week, I was going out and digging puck. It was great, but still, still I got burned out. And I was like, dude, I don't, I don't know if I want to go out right now. And... I mean, I'll always go out and play, but I'll still at the same time, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't know if I want to do this right now. And I just took a break for, like, two months. Been two months as of yesterday, I think. I've been on the ice, and I feel like going out like that tryouts could be a little concerning just because I could be flat on my feet or something and could eat crap or something on the ice. And I don't know. I could do really good. I feel like I'm going to be better, though, because my balance has just been better. If I don't have to deal with the uh, restrictions on my back, and I feel like uh, I feel like uh, it's just been better because I've been able to go out and run and been able to um, just overall do a lot more movement and rotations. And I think the balance has definitely been able to get better, and uh, I shouldn't have to deal with that. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Topic number five is uh, seeing a, I'm seeing a lot of this new talent emerge into the world of hockey, whether it's college, younger guys, little eight-year-olds, something like that, USA, learn to play, stuff like that. I'm seeing a lot of this new talent, and I'm like, dude, I don't know where this comes from, but I like it. And uh, But I I do know where it comes from, and it's it's Scandinavian countries, dude. Honestly, it's, it's, it's all international. It doesn't start in the U.S., it starts internationally. And you can get mad at me for saying this if you want, but still, same time, it starts internationally. It starts in Scandinavia, it starts in Russia, all those places. Because both Finland, Finland and Sweden, both of those very highly developed in, in hockey, their movement and their speed. And these guys have great hands and all-around great, well-rounded players. And the biggest benefit of that is that if they're so consistent on their skating 
and just their overall movement on the ice, they must be great at their hands. And, yeah, that's where you see a lot of this talent come from on those younger guys. They'll bring the talent over to the United States or Canada, and then they'll come back in, and these younger kids will watch them, and they're like, man, I want to do that. So these kids start working on it, and boom, that's where talent comes from. And with Russia, with Russia, it's the exact same thing. And But if you look at, like, go back 1980s, 1970s, you see the old Soviet Makba drills like they did in Moscow. Uh, like, those are run by the Red Army. And these guys, like, the drills they basically did, they skated around until they found passes. Or these guys were all, it's all about their flow and the movement. And like Coach Rooks said in Miracle, he's like, flow, creativity, that's what makes a winning team. And those guys were a winning team for a good reason. They they knew how to move the puck. They're great on their feet. And they literally could just find any pass on the ice. And just the way they executed the game and they fulfilled their overall deeds on the ice, dude. Just that 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 just made a winning team. It was epic. But uh what they stood for wasn't that great. Even though even though they have that problem, so it's if you look at that, that's kind of where I think the original the original creativity came from. And then you move on to those other Scandinavian countries. I mean I feel like those 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 three countries were all working together on that kind of stuff. Just not like collectively, but they were just doing it on their own. And around the same time just developed. But uh yeah, it's 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 just really, really cool. Really cool looking at all the history on that. Uh I think it's just a lot of nowadays you see you'll see this stuff on Instagram or like you know TikTok and which uh, guys will be like oh yeah I I want to do this now I saw I saw these guys doing this on Instagram I'm like oh yeah I want to do that and so they'll do it and they'll take time to perfect that because we're perfectionists you know we're Americans uh, and uh, we'll we'll take the time to do this and we'll we'll get a good outcome and. These kids have gone to the ice and score Michigan on a goalie. Or like you know, you'll go out to the ice and pull a nasty little toey around around the hashes and get around the last defender and bank one up the to- goalie's uh, uh, blocker side. Man, it's just I don't know. It's it's uh, just you do and I follow. That's what all these kids are doing nowadays. It's just uh, cool to watch. That's the next generation of hockey. So I mean, you mix it with all the previous generations and boom, you've got the ultimate hockey. And hockey develops by the day. It develops every single te- second you touch the ice, whether you realize it or not. It's just the more you do, it's just the more you develop. It's just a... Uh, it's a process, and it's a good process, because it all feeds back in. And that's where all this inspiration and motivation comes from. Thanks for watching. Power- uh, thanks for listening to Powerpoint Podcast. I really appreciate it.